0: On the other side of your fears, really some of the scariest of all, lies the greatest reward of your unique being and your soul. I firmly believe that I know it. I'm not wrong. You fucking nerds out there who want to extrapolate everything and base everything on what can be proven can kiss my ass. It's the fucking truth of life, right? What is your truth? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled. It has been a couple weeks. It's been a little bit of time. I missed last episode because I was in New York City for Halloween. I was there for about a week with great friends. And I partied hard. I partied pretty hard. Every night, lack of sleep, came home, partied more, and I got sick. I mean, as we can imagine. So, needless to say, I missed last episode. I wasn't here to do it. I tried to figure it out, but it it just didn't happen. It would have been hard. I would have had to have someone sign into my account. I didn't want to do it while I was on vacation. Excuses, right? Um, But I got pretty sick. Uh, I was in the ER last night. Sounds like it could be COVID waiting for a test result. Uh, But we're going to talk about that. I have some interesting thoughts about that. I think it could be COVID. Anyways, we'll get into that, but Happy Halloween. I know I'm a little bit late on that, but Happy Halloween. I was able to celebrate Halloween in New York City. I went to a lot of different Halloween events. I saw the Halloween, the famous Halloween parade in New York City. It was fucking awesome. I love the energy. It's been 25 years since I've been in New York City. I fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. A lot more than I thought I would, and I thought I'd like it a lot. So we'll get into that. I have uh, a spooky insight for you guys, probably the, one of the scariest things that we can all relate to uh, that's very fucking real for all of us in the name of Halloween, so we're going to be talking about that. It's basically following through, following through with your intentions, following through with your dreams, believing in yourself, not making excuses for the things you want to do like I almost did today like I did last week with the podcast. I was on vacation. But today I was I'm sick. Real bad fucking sore throat, coughing. I don't feel good. But there's something that feels good about following through, taking that hard path, right? Right? The pessimist sees blockades in every road they need to travel, but the optimist sees opportunity in the hard roads, in the hard roads traveled. Excuse me, having a hard time talking. Pretty sick. But we'll get into that. I have some insights on that I'd like to talk about. So let's get into it. We have a movie and a TV show I'm going to be talking about for the movies and TV section tonight. I hope you're all doing well. By the way, I hope you had an excellent, safe, fun, wild, maybe not safe fucking Halloween, right? If you're listening, you're still here. It's all right. So I'd like to start off by saying that New York City is not canceled. I've been wanting to visit New York City for a long, really, since I visited 25 years ago when I was a child. It left such a great impact on me, looking at the architecture and the high-rising buildings and the people. You're surrounded by people, yet nobody's really paying attention to you. You're kind of anonymous in this sea of energy and buildings and Good things and bad things and all in between and different cultures. You have Chinatown. You have Little Italy. Every culture that exists is basically there and has a neighborhood. And it was so insightful to be able to see that. It was very inspiring for me. It's just hard to get yourself to go and do that stuff, right? You fly across the country. I live in Southern California. Seven-hour flight because of, you know, the connecting flights. It's just a lot. It's just a lot but I am so fucking glad I went. It was a very special time with very special people, people that I've grown close to, people that took me in. Uh, I had a place to stay out there with somebody close to me and it was just very, I feel very blessed to be able to experience that, to see the local spots, not just the tourist spots, like Central Park, right? Which I did visit and was lovely. Reminds me of that scene from Big Daddy where he's teaching his son, Frankenstein, to throw sticks in front of the rollerbladers. It's fucking funny, and um, there's just a lot of famous movies that were shot there that I kind of noticed where they shot it uh, when I visited that place. But I also got to see the local pubs, you know, the, the local spots that the people who live there enjoy, and that was so beneficial for me, that energy. To be honest, I've thought this for a long time, just one of those intuitions, but it was really solidified that I would love... And it's a, it's, a, it's a long shot dream, right? But I, w- I would really love to have a second home in New York City. As crazy as that sounds, as, as isolated as I am in this desert on my acre of land, how cool would it be to have the contrast of the sunny Southern California desert? Really no neighbors, your own property. You're surrounded by the Bureau of Land Management and Land, which you can't build on. You're in the middle of nowhere. And then you have a place in New York City which I love so much more than L.A. for so many more reasons. L.A. is kind of a fucking shithole in my mind. I mean, I love it if you love it in that way. I think it's good for people who like that. But I'm not a big city guy in that aspect. New York City is the opposite. The energy is good. I feel anonymous in a sea and an ocean of people. Anything you want to do for anything you want, the ambience, the architecture, the weather, the people... The sociology of it, the the different societal norms there are all more kind of in my lane. L.A.'s not. I don't like the restaurants. I mean, they're okay. I don't like the ambience. I like the beaches, but not the L.A. beaches, right? New York's just what I like. So it inspired me a lot. It inspired my music, which has been very important to me. I finally have my studio here, which you might remember from previous episodes. So we're starting a new section of my podcast, uh, really for my channel on Instagram, my TikTok, YouTube, where we have Music Mondays. I upload original music, which is very important to me. I've always been into music my whole life, producing, creating it one way or another for over 20 years. And I suck, but I don't. You know, it's one of those things. The good thing is that it's original music every Monday on Everyone Is Canceled. You can find it on Instagram. Everyone Is Canceled 1L. Music Mondays. New podcasts every Saturday, Spotify and iTunes. New pieces of original music that I guarantee is going to be unique for you. It's comedy in there. It's fun. It's beautiful. It's sad. It's got all the emotions. And this week coming up, uh, it's an exploration of my trip to New York. It's kind of fucked up. It's a little dark. I think I was sick, feeling feverish. But it came from that, and it was a unique experience. And uh, I'd very much like you guys to check it out, if that's your thing. But we're expanding. I have a couple more projects in the works as well for you guys. We'll get into that later. It's going to be fun. Anyways, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, whatever you want. Uh, Original music every Monday, Music Mondays. It's going to be fun. Comedy, darkness, beauty, everything's in there. Love you guys. Appreciate it. For the music and TV section this week, there's some releases that we just cannot ignore. This is becoming a thing on the show. I never imagined that, but um, here we are. It just catches my interest. I actually have a list of my favorite movies and TV of all time. And it turns out, without even realizing it, I'm kind of a movie buff, even though I talk shit on them a lot. I guess that kind of what these critics do, right? They just talk shit in a smart way. Sometimes. Sometimes they like shit. Anyways, (laughs) without getting into the fact that critics use fucking reviews as a fashion statement rather than the actual acclaim of a movie is a different topic. Yes, I said it. Fuck you. Anyway, (laughs) anyways, I'd like to remind everybody this show is fictional. It's not real. Listen to your doctor. Obey the laws in your country. Don't listen to me. This is a fictional oral artistic dance. Fiction. Sarcasm. Art. All right. Dune 2021. Not the 1984 release, I believe it was. The original, yes, David Lynch's 1984 release based off the book. But... So, Dune Part 1 is a 2021 American epic science fiction film directed by Dennis Villeneuve and written by Villeneuve, John Spates, and Eric Roth, according to Wikipedia. It's the first of a planned two-part adaptation of the 1965 novel by Frank Herbert, primarily covering the first half of the book. Set in the far future, it follows Paul Atreides, and as his family, the noble house Atreides is thrust into a war for the dangerous desert planet Arrakis. The ensemble cast includes Timothy Chalamet, which is fucking just in everything right now. He's in everything. He's the new Wonka, mind you, in the Willy Wonka releasing in the near future. Also has Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, David Bautista, <laughs> Dave Bautista, Stephen mckinley Henderson Zendaya, David dashiell Cheng Chang Chen, Sharon Duncan Brewster, Charlotte, Ramp, Charlotte Rampling, Jason Momoa, and Javier Barden. Javier Barden, the, the bad guy from No Country for Old Men, which was my favorite character. This is one of the most all-star casts I've ever seen in any fucking movie, fucking ever. I mean, this is a huge fucking film. What I like about it is the CGI doesn't look like shit. So many adaptations and uh, re-releases of movies. Resident Evil, I'm looking at you, right? The new Resident Evil is coming out. And it looks like a great concept. They're going more... They're more close to the video games. And the CGI looks like total fucking shit. It looks like the biggest turd I've ever seen in my fucking life. Why would you spend all this money on a movie just for the CGI to look like the fucking shit planet? Go back to the 80s. At least use real makeup. Real fucking prosthetics. That looked way fucking better. Think of Alien. Right? Think of The Thing. In the 80s. Think of these great horror movies. Nightmare on Elm Street. Right? That used actual prosthetics and makeup and art. If you're going to use CGI, do a good fucking job. You fucking piece of shit. You're ruining movies for people. And a lot of people are feeling this. I'm in touch. I've got my hand on the pulse. On social media, Instagram. of people raging on these films. When I see a new release of a film. I go to the comments. It's the first thing I see. And I can already tell you what those comments are going to be when i see the trailer. And for the new Resident Evil, people hated it. They were excited the real hardcore fans that there's a new movie, but they admittedly they were not happy that it looked like total garbage. Horrible fucking garbage. Now Dune, it looks on the surface, i haven't seen it yet. It looks really good. The CGI, the special effects look really Fucking good. They have that scene of the giant worm with all the teeth coming out of the ground. He's like the size of uh, just the biggest fucking thing you've ever seen. Huge. Bigger than any high rise, any skyscraper. Just fucking monstrous. And uh, it looks good. The story's good. The books are highly acclaimed. I know people who've read them who love them. So... The film is the third adaptation of Dune following David Lynch's 1984 film, which was a critical and commercial failure <laughs> in John Harrison's 2000 miniseries. Miniseries. After an, after an unsuccessful attempt by Paramount Pictures to produce a new adaptation, Legendary Entertainment acquired the Dune film and TV rights in 2016 with Wave signing on as director in February 2017. Anyways, I'm looking forward to seeing it very much. I haven't read the books. I don't really have an interest. It takes something special for me to want to fucking read, right, <laughs> as far as books go. Uh, but that's a different discussion because there's actually a book that really has my attention. Uh, the Divine Comedy, Dante's Inferno. That's going to be what I'm reading soon, and we'll talk about it. Anyways, it's not about that. looking forward to Dune. The next one I'm looking forward to is The Book of Boba Fett, Star Wars, which is now owned by Disney, which is the spinoff of The Mandalorian. If you don't know, The Mandalorian is one of the few fucking good pieces of art that Disney has made as far as Star Wars go. I'm not a fan of all of their works with Star Wars. This I am. The Mandalorian was fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. I have my qualms with Boba Fett. I don't know if it's going to translate into a good show. I feel like it I feel like it could. The Mandalorian was more anonymous. There's more relatability there. Anytime you get a guy in a mask, you don't really know who he is. You like to kind of relate to him. You like to see yourself as the badass. It's not fucking true, most likely. <laughs> but Boba Fett, he's more his own deal. We'll see if there's the same reception there. There's a lot that goes into it. But it's the executive producer is John Favreau, again, who produced The Mandalorian. He's so fucking talented. Uh, you might have seen John Favreau in Swingers. But he's just, he, he's a brilliant person. He has a brilliant mind. I loved him in Chef. And uh, he, he loves to cook. And he just, he really has his hand in a lot of different pots. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. I think he's going to do a good job. But The Book of Boba Fett is an upcoming American television series created for the streaming service Disney+. It is a part of the Star Wars franchise, according to Wikipedia. A spinoff from the series The Mandalorian featuring the bounty hunter Boba Fett from that series and other Star Wars media. The series takes place alongside the other The Mandalorian spinoff, Ahsoka. So, I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm going to at least start it and see how I like it. It's rare I spend time on media anymore. I, I really have quit a lot of things. I, I don't play video games anymore at all. I, I really have learned to find enjoyment in the work of life. Right? And that's what I want to get into next. The this, this spooky topic of the night. Uh, the Halloween-themed topic. Facing what you are afraid to do. It's legal in your country and your doctor approves and you don't want to go fuck yourself. Fuck, I hate the disclaimers. They're everywhere now. Listen, I love philosophy. I follow it. I love stoicism. And I I love seeing these uh, philosophers sort of battle or at least understand in peace uh, the way that we try to quantify life and what success is and living to our own potentials, whatever that may be. And often I've read through various means and These philosophers kind of say that really your happiness and freedom lies on the other side of the things that you fear. And I think a lot of us inherently know this, but for me, it's been a different step. It was when I used to watch Joe Rogan on a podcast, I used to think I could never fucking do that, but I was fascinated at the same time. So there was passion there, but great fear. And I realized who the fuck cares? Nobody fucking cares about you. Nobody gives a shit. Why not take the opportunity to start a podcast? Maybe nobody will listen, nobody probably will. They do and I appreciate you guys, but that's what it it's not what it was about. It's about not letting yourself down. Why not become a better speaker by starting your own podcast? And it could be about anything. You hone your own skills and even if you're the only one who does it, nobody listens. At the end of the day, you're a better person. At the end of the day, you could say I showed up. I didn't let myself down instead of you know, drinking your life away, not that I'm drinking some fucking whiskey with my coffee now. I think there's a place for it, but when you use it to mask or when you watch TV shows and you binge on video games or whatever your thing is, a lot of the time, at least in my case, I found I was doing it to distract myself from not doing what I really knew I needed to be doing. And I think a lot of us have that. Is it it an art project? Do you want to be a sculptor? Do you want to become a better baker? Or even just a better parent. You want to start taking your kids to the park more. What is it? What is it that you're afraid to do that you want to do, but you keep making excuses not to do? The thing most of us fear. <laughs> and then it was music for me. And now I'm doing it. It's Do you know how vulnerable it is to do that? But it feels freeing. You're putting out your shitty fucking music, at least in my case. I got good reception, but I'm twisted. I, you know, I, another thing I work on is not talking down to myself. I think a lot of us do that. I read an interesting study recently that shows that productivity and chances of promotion, uh, I believe, went up by 40% just by speaking to yourself kindly. They did brain scans, and they realized that speaking to yourself critically, which often we do, or speaking to yourself kindly lights up the brain in similar ways as someone else doing it, that you respect and care about. It means a lot. So if you can learn to speak kindly to yourself, not care, but care in a sense that is organic and, and good. But not so much that you don't release your art or whatever it is you want to do. It's that fine line. And um, I just put it out there. People loved it. And even if they didn't, it wasn't about that. But it's just, it's nice. I think people gravitate towards that. And I think you should too. So what is that thing you're deathly afraid to do? I'm starting Music Monday. That's, that's my next step. Right? I don't think we should ever settle. I think we should continue to pursue it. Continue to better, for me, it's better my podcast, better my speaking, better my comedy, to better my ability to tell the world to fuck off. Right? We all feel that right now. We all want to hear it. But it doesn't mean you can't love the world at the same time. I fucking love you guys. You guys are great. There's a bunch of idiots out there, but I'm an idiot. Who isn't an idiot sometimes? At least part of the time. So, it's what we do. What is that thing? The thing that's not a horror movie, not a ghost, not some script that was thought up in somebody's mind. What do you, what do you want to do that you haven't done? And there's anxiety there and there's fear, but I'll tell you the feeling of doing it. Just forcing yourself to fucking do it. Not thinking I'm not good enough, not thinking I need this material, not thinking I need to take a class for it, but just fucking doing it. I work on these video pieces for my art, for my fucking music, and part of me wanted to go online and learn how to use, do the tutorials for the Adobe Premiere, it's a movie making program that professionals use in Hollywood, and I said, no, fuck this, my buddy Andrew, the respiratory therapist, he's an artist, pin setter 1991 on YouTube, he's got like 30,000 subscribers, amazing artist, he, he said something priceless to me recently, and it it's something that you know, but you haven't really verbalized yet in your head. But he said, you know, really, we were talking about these programs, which we're both somewhat familiar with. And he said, you know, there's nothing more valuable than just getting there, getting in there and doing it and figuring it out. Not paying attention to tutorials. They kill your spirit, which is my verbiage to that, but just doing it. And so that's what I've been doing. And I've been making the most creative fucking shit. And I think you'll love it. There's there's video pieces to my music. I'm releasing a very s- special piece this Monday. I really implore you guys to check it out. It's not only music, but it's a story. And it's a piece of film that I filmed myself and edited. And it's different. It, it's just different. And I really would like to know what you guys think. We'll see what happens. So in a way, when you're not trying to learn somebody else's way of doing something, you become more creative. When I was in a band, my lead singer... Uh, he was a lead guitarist, and they taught me a lot, but something he always respected. Josh was his name, a little bit older than, my, than I am. He always respected the fact that I had an ear for music, but I never really formally learned it. He knew the music theory, and I always felt like it could get in the way. And while he was one of the best guitar players and vocalists I've ever seen, this guy was phenomenal, he would often sort of talk about how it almost held him back. Creatively, if I remember correctly, it was a few years ago. But the gist was that it would kind of hold them back. That there's a value of not learning things through music theory. But figuring it out yourself. What's your ear like? Without any training from your jazz teacher, jazz flute. Although I respect jazz and I think there's wonderful pieces of music in there. What, what does your ear want to hear? Raw, right? Super raw. <laughs> What is it that pleases you? What, what makes you feel good? I remember watching a band on live TV when I was maybe a teenager. And in their interview, after their live concert, they were asked what really inspired them, what their process is. And they said they don't listen to other people's music. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore, but they don't. Because it helps them stay original. So what do you want to do? What, do you, what is that unique gift you have to give to the world? Right, that only you can make. It's like that Kurt Cobain quote. He said something along the lines of, people often waste their selves on trying to be somebody else. You don't need to be somebody else. You don't need to watch the tutorials. You don't need to fucking try to depict a character in the movie, although, although there is actually valuable lessons to be learned there. At the end of the day, what do you want to do? Isolate yourself. I had to stop listening to podcasts, and that's when I'm, I really found my tempo. That's when my ratings went up. People want to hear what you have to say. There's going to be an audience that hates you. There's going to be an audience that loves you, and there's going to be all in between. People don't just, they might just not give a fuck. There is a group of people that are waiting for what you have to make or benefit from you. Maybe it's friends or family. Maybe it's the anonymous. Maybe it's somebody on the other side of the world that really needs what you have to make or craft or say. On the other side of your fears, really some of the scariest of all, lies the greatest reward of your unique being and your soul. I firmly believe that. I know it. I'm not wrong. You fucking nerds out there who want to extrapolate everything and base everything on what can be proven can kiss my ass. It's the fucking truth of life. Right? What is your truth? If it doesn't harm somebody else, I think anybody, even with bad intentions, people who have illnesses and and really darkness in their heart, I think if they work on it, they can really turn that into something that helps other people like them. I think there is always something good you can do. And I think doing good, serving others, helping others, is the one thing you can bring with yourself after you leave this world. You can't bring your wealth. You can't bring your fancy cars. You can't bring your house that you worked hard for, your retirement, your pensions. But I do believe, and I've read this through... Various means, a philosophy that the one thing you get to bring is the things that you did for others. I think no matter who you are or what your disposition, especially if it's not so good, I think the road traveled is even harder in some cases. And uh, you can find true redemption in some of the greatest goods through those means. I have them, I think a lot of us have them to various degrees. So not only the gifts, we're not just talking about what you're good at, but what are the things, what are your demons? Because I guarantee you, those demons can and have shaped you to be better. And if they haven't as much as you would like, or as much as you have yet to see, your demons can propel some of your greatest pieces of art or love or craft or work. Even if it's your job, maybe you love your job, maybe you don't. But there's something there to benefit, not just from your gifts, but from your demons, from your curses. They work together, and there's a balance. It's a pendulum and a scale. And they feed off of each other. So really seeing both sides of that, which I have seen when I had this terrible sickness. I came back from New York. I was feeling like shit. I spent maybe just 20 hours over two days on the computer making music, making video, going through film, whatever you want to call it. I think there's a lot of good there. Anyways, New York City is not canceled. I love you, New York. I will be back. I really will. I'm releasing a piece of music this Monday. I'd love you to check it out. It tells of my experiences and my thoughts and uh, fiction, nonfiction, and just the silliness I experienced, and it really was fun. And I I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys really reach out there and do what you were made to do. I hope you've had a great week. If you would like to find me on social media, Instagram is probably the best place. But I am also on YouTube. Instagram and YouTube is everyone is canceled. No spaces spelled with one L. YouTube has spaces. My TikTok is everyone. The number one is canceled. Every. The number one is canceled. No spaces. Somebody took my fucking name. What do you What do you want me to say? Um, I tried messaging them. Their account's deactivated. What the fuck? Anyways, uh, I love you guys. You take care. I will see you next Saturday. Every Saturday on Everyone is Cancelled. I hope you have a great week. I hope you get a chance to check out my Instagram channel. There's some shit that I think you guys will enjoy. My comedy bits, my replies that I post on my stories. The trending reply is at least on the big pages. So there's something to laugh at. There's something to enjoy. There's my photography and there's updates on the channel. Check it out. I see you guys listening. I'd like to connect with you. Let me know what you'd like to hear in the future and uh, you take care of yourselves. I will see you next Saturday. Good night, folks. super raw.